What's going on, everyone? Welcome back for another episode of Everything Virtual. I am Zane here, joined by John, and uh, we uh, we got Ronnie on the way as well, and he's going to hop on as soon as he can. But John, how's it going? It's going good, Zane. How are you, man? Doing all right. Getting settled in once again. I feel like my life has just been <laughs> in boxes a year ago, and then again now. Um, so, but excited to have a ton more space to play VR. Uh, I know I haven't uh, I haven't been on one of these episodes in a while just because I felt like I didn't have much to contribute from a gameplay experience standpoint. Uh, sure. But I saw a lot of the, the, I was about to say Oculus, but the Facebook Connect uh, event, <laughs> Facebook right. Connect 7, right? Um, yeah. So Facebook Connect 7. Uh, I, I caught a, a decent amount of that live and then obviously have just been pouring through a bunch of different recaps. Um, for me, if I was just going to suggest uh, one to casual listeners or whoever wants to catch up, uh, I, th I think Verge has, uh, or The Verge, I'm sorry, has a really good one with their five biggest announcements. Um, and for me, I felt like those were the, the major things that we could probably tackle today. And what's interesting, uh, and before we dive into it, but what's interesting is that Oculus, or at least Facebook's approach to this now with Facebook Connect is no longer VR specific. Um, if you notice, there's a lot of AR stuff happening, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, this is a VR specific podcast, but I'd like to think that we, uh, at least for me, I'm interested in all, you know, XR across the board. Oh, so, so there's, there's some really, really cool things that they're working on. And obviously we'll, we'll zero in on the Oculus specific stuff, but I'm sure we can kind of loop around back to, I think they have the, the project Aria and then, um, you know, the, the AR, AR glasses that they're working on with Ray-Ban. So there's, there's quite a few things that are coming down the pipeline for Facebook. And I, I need to get used to saying Facebook because uh, it seems like they're going through this rebrand, which I think you guys were talking about during one of the previous episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the last episode, I believe. But yeah, yeah. it's yeah, that's that's really crazy. And I'm like, I've just yeah, I've been pretty bogged down with different things. So that's I didn't even know about the the Ray-Ban thing. That's crazy. Like an I, AR glasses. And it was it was. And, you know, just and just kind of looking at um the basics here. We're not really sure what it's going to do yet. We just know that there's a potential yeah. or not a potential, but there is a partnership um, coming down the line with that. So we'll, we'll see once there's more information. Um, but for now, the information we do have is regarding uh, Facebook and Oculus's big announcement on the quest Two. So yeah. Oh yeah. Quest launched. Was it spring of last year? And mm -hmm. we are here in 2020 so about 18 months afterwards and quest 2 so i guess the next generation version of this which uh you guys you guys had a really good conversation last time about whether it should really be two or more of a 1.5 but right. just for for namesake uh you know we're gonna go with quest 2 because that's what they're calling it it's shipping october oh, 13th yeah. starting at 299 dollars uh, you can that's for a 64 gig version and you can get the 256 version for 399 so just comparing it to the previous version 18 months back the launch price on the most basic model was at 400 that has now dropped to 300 so you know we talk about technology expanding at this uh you know somewhat rapid pace and then decreasing the cost uh on the consumer end so we're already starting to see that one generation to the next yeah. with uh with the launch of quest 2 being at, at 300 bucks but the the thing that i think you and i really want to get into now isn't necessarily about the quest 2 but about what was not discussed. And that yeah. is the fact that Quest 2 is really the future. And and I, I want to yeah. say that we, I, I had a feeling about this going in. And I, you know, you, we can look Me back too. on previous episodes where I, I think I expanded on a little bit more. But 
you know, to go away from the rift, which, you know, they, I believe they confirmed that they would be discontinuing next year. Um, that it happened a lot faster than I thought it would. And, and granted they are, they're not shying away. They're, they're not getting away from PC based VR because they, they believe very strongly in Oculus link and, and we can dive into that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, the, the idea of having a quest or, or sorry, a, a VR headset that is fully on its own and capable of doing, you know, 80 to 90% of, of what, you know, we want from a VR experience at this point, and then having yeah. that extra 10% to get that full experience mm -hmm. through Oculus link. I mean, there's a lot there. I, you, I know it just in, in the, the, when we were talking before I hit record, there's already some disappointment. So tell me your thoughts, man. Yeah. I, well, I don't know if I would call it disappointment, I guess, I guess on a level. Yeah. It's, but it's not, but it's like we're saying, right? So like with, with Facebook, they're, they're so clearly just not, and this is something we talked about the in the last episode too, their, their whole approach has changed, right? It's, they're mm -hmm. no longer making things for enthusiasts. They're, they're trying their best to make things for the masses, even though VR hasn't necessarily been adopted by the masses yet. Making Quest 2 making quest one first of all at the price well, point that they did when it, it came out okay like all that like it's yeah. that was a good first push this second effort is going to push it even further because they've made the experience i mean we can talk all day long about how like the specs are um like it, it maybe it warrants more of a 1.5 or whatever from like our standpoint when you're looking at the headset itself yeah but I mean, really, when you look at it on a spec sheet, it is kind of night and day in terms of like it's capable the Quest 2's capabilities. And I mean, the the whole form factor, like the controls getting a, a nice like a, a medium overhaul in terms of comfort. Mm -hmm. um, 120 hertz refresh rate is big. Um, the almost 4K display in each eye um or like or 2k display in each eye so almost 4k display total um like that's all i mean to me that's all big stuff but i i think there is something to be said about like knowing your roots knowing where you came from and knowing uh that the people that got you to where you're you are now and i know it's facebook not oculus anymore so like mm -hmm. but but <clears throat> knowing and acknowledging and continuing to pour into that market, those people, um, when when companies do that, even if they do take a new direction and they do it well, mm -hmm. then those those people feel valued and then they're going to champion your mission that much more. So it is sad to see the rift go. Like I like I won't even lie. It's sad to see rift go. Um, it really, really is. I, I was hoping that we might get like a rift pro or yeah, like whatever, like whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. Just something that's more on par with like the index and like the reverb G2 and um, mm -hmm. some of these these higher fidelity headsets that are coming to market. Um, it would be nice to see Oculus kind of try and do something in that in that regard, um, push, make a push that direction. But making a headset that they just did with the specs they just did at a $299 price point is pretty like man i i don't know dude like it's i impressive. mean i'm probably it's I'm probably gonna like i just got an index i'm not gonna like i'm not i'm definitely not getting one of those this year um mm -hmm. but like next year 
may yeah at some point next year like if if i'm like yeah it'd be cool to have something that i could just like bring over and like there is something to the simplicity of even the rift s right like like i can i can take my my razor laptop and take it over to a friend's house plug it up hdmi to the tv and then just pop it right into the, like the the rift the display port but now i mean with the with link you could just straight into a USB-C and then boom, boom. And literally it's done. You have, yeah. and you, and you can still play, like I can still throw someone in half-life Alex if I want to at their house, mm-hmm. like very quickly within five minutes. Um, It's like, there's something to be said about that versus like taking my index where they'll have a much better experience and I can take it. It's just going to take me like 15 oh. to 20 minutes of setup versus five. And that extra 15 minutes makes makes a difference when you're trying to throw someone in. And mm-hmm. also then they're like, man, I got to get my hands on it. Like how much does this cost? And you're like, Oh, uh, well <laughs> this one is <laughs> like a thousand dollars. So, but they make this one that's like, that's like 300 and and they hear that though. And they're like, well, if this is the thousand dollar experience, then like the 300 one probably sucks. So like, I'm not going to, you know yeah. what I mean? Like there's that thing too. I don't know. I'm rambling at this point. They're like, No, no, no. I, I think, I think you bring up a, a, a ton of valuable points and actually, uh, right on cue, Ronnie is going to join us. Ronnie, you, you ready to go? Uh, yeah, I, right. I just like heard the last like few <laughs> okay, seconds so, of let, what he was nice. saying. So something let, about like how well, let, let me, it let sounded me... like like how hard it is to get new people into. Well, uh, well, hold on. Let's because I want to get your take on this too. So John, we were just okay. talking about the fact that I, I think one of the biggest takeaways um, that that we were thinking about was how rift s is going away and and this yeah. really shows how facebook and oculus are, are pivoting to go all in on the quest and and you know in previous episodes i know ronnie at least you and i have talked about the fact that you know this is this is not surprising i think for me it was more of a timing thing whereas uh you know for for john at least what he was mentioning before you jumped on was yeah. was re- you know remembering your roots and, and the people who who funded that initial Oculus <laughs> kickstarter and are really into pc based um, yeah vr was, you know it was kind of funny actually because like I, I rewatched the like i had watched snippets uh over the course of the week because i you know i had work so i wasn't able to to watch it live like in, in its entirety um but i i re-watched everything today and that was one of the things that i kind of laughed at like I, I took notes on you know everything all of my major takeaways from the show mm-hmm. and one of the things that i just thought was funny was how they how they brought up PCBR. So kind of like, I don't know if, 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 if you watched it specifically, John, but like, no, I didn't okay. So it, no. like, so yeah, so, so literally like, you know, I mean, in general, I thought the theme of this year's show and it, and it made sense to me that they renamed it this year after seeing kind of how they, they put their show together mm-hmm. because watching it from beginning to end, it felt like this year they had a lot of other things that they wanted to share also outside so of they, Oculus, yeah. yeah so they so they really use this time to kind of expand like they want they i think i think fin, since facebook does have this kind of captive audience of people that are really interested in the vr space that come and listen to what they have to say regarding oculus like every year this was kind of their their opportunity to rebrand say look it's we're 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 not just about vr and oculus like we have this Facebook reality labs brand that now we're mm-hmm. going to kind of extend to all of these future facing tech type things that, you know, we hope you guys are just as interested in AR as you have been with our VR offerings. Mm-hmm. And like, it, cause really like the show, I mean, talk just as much about v, uh, AR and like, uh, 
uh, smart glasses and that sort of yeah. thing. They they did. There was like kind of that subtle distinction they made between smart glasses and AR glasses in the in the show, and it sounded like like whatever they're going to they're planning on releasing next year or in the near future is going to be smart glasses, and that mm. their AR glasses, which are are going to be you know more future looking, are something more in the distant future. So like for now, mm -hmm. the technology is good enough to to provide this smart glasses type experience. But Almost they see like the, a stepping stone. Yeah, but they see the the inevitable future eventually being AR. And AR sounds a lot more like that the combination of these smart glasses type technology with like the stuff that they're mm -hmm. all working on for VR too, kind of all wrapped into one, you know? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, from from a from a standpoint of like just being a tech enthusiast, not just a VR enthusiast, it is, you know, I'm sure a lot of that, it, a lot of that is cross pollination or like there, there's a lot of cross. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Pollination will be the best yeah. one, but I mean, you know, I, like there, yeah. there's a lot of cool ideas that can be taken 100%. from one side to another. So it is, it is nice to see all those different divisions coming together. Yeah. Um, like, because, like, yeah. Fil yeah. Filtering out all the negative, like boo, Facebook stuff from Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Like just watching their show, watching the messaging from them and, and trying to put yourself in, in their shoes as far as I'm sure what they're working on internally and what, like, it, I think it makes a lot of sense just mm. because, I mean, you, you have the same, I mean, it, the same types of people that work on the hardware challenges that you would be looking at in, in VR, I feel like those are the same kind of people that you want to leverage when you're trying to develop AR, when you're trying to develop yeah, yeah. just in general, like, like the company has these pretty big ambitions for where it sees all this technology eventually leading. Mm -hmm. And so, so I, yeah, so I guess they just took that opportunity since this year they had so much other things that they wanted to talk about at the show to maybe kind of use that to expand. No, like, that makes sense. And, and, and then, and then that was, yeah. But the funny thing was, so like, like their big announcement regarding VR, which I thought ironically was one of the, like the smaller focused on things during the show was the quest Two. like the, the quest Two definitely, you know, took a decent chunk of the show. Don't get me wrong. But like it was, you know, in general VR, it was, it was only a piece of yeah, the show. It was just a piece of yeah. the show. Yeah. And then, so the, the VR portion was really focused on the release of the quest Two, but more importantly, I think they, they focused on some of the new software that's coming out mm -hmm. and then, and then, yeah. And then, and then that was my long winded way of getting to with, after kind of talking about all the, the quest Two stuff and talking about the software, they said, and what about all of those out there that are really interested in PC VR? Like, I know you guys still, you know, want like the highest end, VR experience possible. Well, we have something for you too. And it's called the quest Two. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and, and, and then they like, that was almost exactly how they said it. Like they were like, they were like, and you know, all, all those PC VR users out there, like you guys want the best experience. Like the, that we're releasing the quest Two. It has double, it has higher resolution than the rift S you plug that thing into your PC and it's a better experience than the Rift S. So like it you're not missing is. any. Yeah, but but I'm okay. saying, but that was their like their pivot point on yeah, PC yeah. VR was like, hey, like we're we're upgrading both platforms, you guys. Like we're not getting rid of like like PC VR. It's just you know our our Quest Two is so good that yeah. it will it it meets the demands of both markets now. So don't so don't I, worry, guys. I, like, I have I have a question for you guys because from uh 
you know, from, from the way the way that our conversations flow, I am not the technical side. You know, uh, I feel like you guys are much more strongly um, knowledgeable about that. And, and and the thing is, like, you know, if if Ronnie, you if you hadn't built my computer back a couple of years ago, I probably <laughs> yeah. wouldn't have gotten into VR, right? Before sure, the sure. Quest had launched. So um, I I wanted to ask just because. I, there are all these terms which I probably should have learned by now, but for me, I'm more just a, an experienced guy. If it feels good, it feels good. And if I'm enjoying it, I'm enjoying it, right? Um, from, a, from a technical standpoint, where do the specs on Quest 2? And and uh, John, I don't know, or Ronnie, wh whichever one of you guys knows or can compare, but yeah. from a te uh, technical standpoint, where do the specs compare on the Quest 2 to, say, the original Vive or hey, so where the, where the I, index is now? I can oh, just speak briefly bro. on that. I mean, yeah. so, so, I mean, briefly, the, I mean, I think when it comes down to it, as, a, as an actual, like, head-mounted display, I do think, like, those there's some truth to those claims i think the headset itself the quest 2 headset is better than like the rift s as a headset but the, but the 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 thing where you kind of run into trouble and this is what i'm curious to see like how helpful the new chipset is the xr2 platform and everything in the quest mm -hmm. 2 and what this just because the headset itself like has high resolution displays and great lenses and 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 an excellent tracking it has the you know just the the tracking on the rift s and the original quest were, were both great yeah. um just because it had it's a great head mount how head mounted display it runs differently based on when that headset is connected directly to the hardware that it, that's running the experience mm -hmm. versus when it's in the link cable uh to your computer so so the best way to explain that is um, like a, a, a standard PC VR headset has du a direct connection to the computer that you're playing on, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what like a lot of people, you know, complain about the wire and whatnot. But the wire was really there because of technical reasons. There's a ton of information that needs to get quickly from the, 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 sens the, the sensors on the headset to the computer and back, right? Or mm -hmm. or to to whatever's running the game. Yeah. So so like in the case of PC VR, it's your huge PC, it's your huge gaming PC that has a ton of horsepower behind it running the game. And so you need that cord to connect all those sensors directly to it. With the original Quest, the beauty of when you're running games na that run natively on the Quest is that that's running on chips that are in the headset. So those chips that are running the the native, you know, Quest games are hardwired to all those sensors. Mm -hmm. Like all the all the sensors in the headset are getting direct connections to the same hardware that's running your games. It's just all of that is on your head, so the user doesn't realize that they're like you know you're, they're not tethered to anything. And so what what Oculus Link does is it connect it rather than having all those different like the the more beefy kind of high with bandwidth connections that um a pc vr headset has to the computer mm -hmm. like the, the pc vr headset connects for data purposes like just straight data via via usb but it also has like a, an hdmi port for the for yeah, the yeah. video and all of that and so it's able to do all of that over multiple cables basically with with the oculus link which would you would use for quest and quest 2 the headset has to has to compress all of the all of the, the data, the data all, yeah. basically all the data. I, I think it's more so the the 
the data stream from the from the PC has to be compressed so that it can be sent over a single USB connection along with all of all of the sensor data coming back and forth. Mm -hmm. So instead of having like multiple you know cables with with like HDMI having a huge amount of bandwidth that it can play with for all that audio and and, and video that comes back and forth, now the the PC has to compress all that data, push it up through USB, and then and then it has to be uncompressed. And that just that compression, uh, just all of that, it's it's really quite magical, like how it's able to do it all fairly quickly. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's still doing extra, taking extra steps to get the information over that USB cable than than it, than a, a normal PC VR headset would have, you know, had to do over like the HDMI and all of okay. that. So so the reason I'm getting to that is that even if the headset itself uh, just the headset has the same fidelity of tracking, better screens, uh, you know, all of that. There's still some. There's still going to be some latency in the in yeah. in having to compress that information and get it getting it over the USB cable. And so there's and and I didn't. I well, haven't spent a let, ton of time. On. Just a thought experiment. Experiment. Yeah. Forget about the link cable. Just do Quest on its own versus yeah. the original Vive. Yeah, Quest on its own versus the the original Vive. Um, I mean, really, it just comes down to less hor less graphics horsepower. So and and less like computational horsepower. So I'd say I'd say original Quest versus Vive. I think like the actual lenses and the technology and the H in the actual head mounted display are better than the Vive in a lot of ways. I mean, minus it has a different form of tracking, but I, yeah, I yeah. think it's comparable. Um, but yeah, just the fact that you're running on mobile hardware versus the PC. I do think in, in that sense, I think, I mean, well, it'll be interesting to see where the Quest 2 goes. Um, but but like right now, I mean, they're really, in the, in the near term, the Quest 2 to me sounds like they're using a lot of the new hardware to be able to run similar types of experiences to the original mm -hmm. Quest. Mm -hmm. um but be, but with the with the new screen basically it has a, a new a new screen um that's much higher resolution than what yeah. was capable in the in the original quest and just to actually run games on the quest 2 at the same you know speed as the quest 1 it takes you know double triple whatever horsepower to do that so so i but but long term like i don't know if that's short term and that's the software not using the full capacity of the XR2 chip. Mm -hmm. And eventually, like, that, for better or worse, something I'll say about Facebook is it doesn't seem like they've been shy on ditching, like, past hardware. <laughs> so, True, so yeah. oh, sorry about that. So if the Quest 1, what I'm getting at is, early on, Quest 1 and Quest 2, I think, are going to be very similar. Yeah, yeah, It's possible that over the length of the Quest 2's lifespan, Facebook will eventually focus more on the Quest 2 and make software that takes more, you know, takes takes advantage of its capabilities. And at that point, maybe the Quest 2 will be a lot better than the Quest 1. But but right now, I think of it as more of just like a like a you know a, a higher fidelity version of the Quest 1. Uh, I, I guess what I was trying to what I was trying to get at in, in a broader sense was, you know, Quest 1, Quest 2. Uh, Quest One versus Quest Two, but then Quest Two versus where we're at with uh, PC-based VR headsets. I, 
I'm just curious how how many generations away are we from reaching same or similar level of experience? Yeah, for, you know you know what I mean. Like without I, without taking technical details into state. Well, I, well, I'd we, say we, we're still we're taking technical details yeah. because because I guess the point that I'm trying to make here is we have much less information than what you know what what Facebook or uh, HTC or Valve are sharing, right? Like there's a lot of stuff that's happening deep in their research labs. And Most to definitely. me, what I'm wondering is mm -hmm. in their minds, you know, if, if, we, if we're just trying to project it and, and see what they're thinking, are we one or two, you know, generations away? And when I say two generations, we, we, we're seeing a generation here uh, have an 18 month life cycle, right? So like, are we three years away from a, from, um, you know, standalone VR being at the same level of experience, fidelity, technical, all that stuff. Are we are we three years away from that, or three or four and a half years? What whatever whatever the time period is, yeah. you, you you get what I'm saying. And like, that's what and, and that like I have to divide it into those two categories. I feel like right now the best way to look at like where if VR is really going to head down this like all in one mm -hmm. uh, model with through Oculus, then the quite I I think they're the, the their h their head mounted display technology like the actual like VR tech is is better in the Quest Two and even the original Quest than the original Vive was yeah but 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 very similar in terms of what it's capable of mm -hmm. but in some ways better um, but then because it has to run on hardware in the headset it's still behind I think what. Uh, even what a, P a VR capable PC was back when the original Vive came out. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not to say that, I mean, a lot of the coolest experiences that came out with the original Vive aren't super graphically intensive or like they can run great on the, on the quest. A good example, you know, like space pirate trainers, like one of the yeah. ones that comes to mind, like you can play that and yeah, it doesn't look as good of course on a quest, as opposed to a PC, mm -hmm. but it still plays. Like you can still, you can still have that same experience. Same thing with like a yeah, lot of the yeah. things that, that we tried out with the Vive back in the day. Like you can have, you can get most have of that experience mm -hmm. on the, on the quest or quest two. And I'd well, say, yeah, go I, ahead. I'll even take it a step further. I mean, like, like having something like Vader immortal on quests running independently on quests away from a PC, having an experience that's that fleshed out and that story driven is really, really impressive. Yeah. Um, and I mean, in terms of like how many years or whatever, and again, th this is all speculation, opinion, whatever. Uh, it seems like the trend would be probably three, four years until we're able to play like half-life Alex on a, you know, an, a completely independent headset. Yeah. Now, and to Ronnie's point, like the ha whether or not I think okay, so I think at that point it's going to be maybe yeah, maybe if we move VR completely away from a PC, right? Maybe we're we're untethered at this point, right? Um, like we're able to have the power of like a like a thirty eighty or something or the equivalent inside a headset via some means, via some like some like level of maybe maybe streaming gets to be to the point where there's like zero latency or it's so like dis like it, you can dismiss it so easily like it, it, you would never even notice that there is any latency or something like that and the compression is to a point as well where you're not seeing it like you're you know what i'm saying like the experience mm -hmm. is there but the hardware like the actual hardware on whatever you're wearing on the hmd 
doesn't have to necessarily have a ton of horsepower or whatever at that point. Um, just because we're at a different stage in terms of like streaming and all that sort of stuff yeah. too. I know people have discounted that right now. Things like Stadia are not doing too well, right? Like no one's going out and buying Stadia to play like Marvel's Avengers. Um, but like, it's still like the fact that it exists says that that tech is probably going to get better and better too. So Agreed, like, yeah. I think there's a lot of different avenues that this train can can roll um, and and go down. But where to land, it'll be interesting to see. Right now, it does at least seem like, and this is kind of what I was getting at earlier, it does seem like Oculus's and Facebook, sorry, Facebook Reality Labs are moving a direction that's going to be more geared towards like the future you know like whatever whatever that looks like um what will be interesting to me is seeing like valve come out with an untethered index and they're like hey this is our untethered index and guess what it's inside out tracking and guess what you can use knuckle controllers and you have full finger tracking but it's not like oculus is stupid hand tracking um you still have like control you can still walk and you can still click a button and shoot things um, mm-hmm. but you still have your hands. Uh, like, I don't know, like, again, like we're not, we're not there yet. They haven't done mm-hmm. that, but, but the, to your point, Zane, like the, where is like, where would I rank quest two compared to even like an original vibe? I mean, the vibe, if we're just comparing like the vibe itself, when it came out was like top top tier and that's only four years ago mm-hmm. that's that was like peak experience yep so when it came out what like 700 bucks to like to make it like to get the vibe and the and the um the wands and everything the base mm-hmm. stations the whole the whole kit um now the when, when you compare it to the quest granted you have like the audio is not even a like we're not even talking about audio, right? Like the, oh, yeah. like the audio on there. Quest and stuff is is like abysmal. It really is when you compare it to basically any other headset, bar maybe some of the Windows mixed reality headsets. Um, but when you compare it to specifically the Index, which I know it probably costs a, like something to put those little speakers on there, but I bet it's relatively negligible in like the grand scheme of things. Like man that like even having that as like an add-on like a like a a possibility to throw on the quest Two, anything like that would have been like man if they would have added something like that i'd have been in i don't know if you saw it but uh like they do like facebook does seem to be like kind of uh they they noticed i think some of the uh some some of the aftermarket peripherals and stuff that people came up with with the quest yeah so they so they announced like alongside so they obviously have the the two ninety nine and, and three ninety nine p- price points for the Quest okay. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you can get the, the now they're having what's essentially like a delu- like a uh, a premium strap, mm, which okay. which is basic, but it doesn't have headphones built onto it. So it's it's kind of like the deluxe audio strap that a lot of people were attaching. <laughs> yeah, it, they were attaching to the to their Quest like from the Vive, because yeah. uh, tons of people were doing that. It looks very similar to that. Mm-hmm. Only it doesn't have the headphones on it. And then they're they're And then in addition to that, they also have one that has a battery pack built into the back. That's so cool. it kind of reminds me of like the counterweight stuff that you saw some people doing. Yeah, yep. yep. And then uh, 
and so that each of those is like if you want the the special headset which i've been reading like most of the people that have been reviewing the products <clears> are saying like oh yeah you you have to have the the premium strap like it's the 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 new strap on the quest 2 that comes with it it's way worse than the one that came with the quest 1 so like you definitely need the premium strap so that's 50 bucks and then so so we're at 350 and 450 so you're yeah you're basically at 350 and 450 um, for anyone that really uses for the premium experience, what, what yeah. I've heard, I mean, and this is kind of a, like, if you're going to be spending more than 20 minutes in VR, you really need the, the, the premium headstrap. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then, and so then the other thing that, uh, that I thought was interesting is that, uh, it seems like they have some kind of a partnership with Logitech. So they, they, they showed off a couple of things with Logitech. Like one of the things that I thought was cool was during their like, uh, infinite, workplace demo or whatever like they were showing basically some workplace software in vr that you can use to have like multi-screen setups and that sort mm -hmm. of thing and one of the things that they showed that was pretty cool I, i'm curious to see how it works like in is a logitech keyboard that you can actually see in vr yeah yeah i i did see that um but then but the reason i'm bringing this up now is because uh some photos kind of got out there I, they didn't show this in the show but uh logitech also has heads like headphones that are made for the quest 2 and mm. literally it, they just look like a normal over-ear pair of headphones with like a slightly shorter cable that just attaches and like the the pictures like the the promo pictures look yeah. really bad because literally <laughs> like it like it's not even like fit I to where like this the, the, the it's not even like they they measured it perfectly so that it would be like nice and and clear cut it's like yeah. just a slightly it's like a cable that's like this and they're um, like, yeah, look at these, like these new official, you know, <laughs> and you're like, like so, so somebody dropped the ball in terms of uh, coming up with like a, a premium audio yeah. solution yeah. for this thing. I don't know. Like supposedly the, the speakers are like a few dB louder or something, but other like everyone that I've heard talk about the sound, this basically says it's the same as the quest, which yeah. boo. But. Of course it is. I mean, yeah, but it's kind of cool. Like, it's cool that it's hidden. It's yeah. Not it's there. cool that it's there and it works. But like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like I remember, but I do remember. I remember like throwing a buddy into Alex on my Rift S when I still had it, and uh, they were like, "I left the headphones off initially," and and I was like, "If you really want to be in, I need to give you some headphones," and he was like. He was like, okay, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. And then like 10 minutes later with headphones on, he like, you know, did one of these and was like, this is infinitely better. And I was like, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, I know. So like there, there is that. I, and I don't I'm know. sure that team, like my guess is that, cause it, I mean, I'm sure there's like a lot of talented people on the audio team of, of the headset. I, oh, I bet, no, I, I bet you they were given like a minuscule price point or something that like, all right out of all the things on this headset, like what do we, what are the things for whatever reason, they probably get, give them a tiny amount of cost per unit to work with audio on. And I bet yeah. you those people are like, man, what are we supposed to do with this? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I do want to throw out one, one more theory ish out there with, with what's happening. Rift was good or sorry. Rift S was, was great last year when it launched, but it was nothing compared to the index, right? What if what if Facebook is just putting all their money with where their strengths are at? And I just want to get your thoughts on this because it's like when it comes to PC-based VR, 
you know, we don't know what HTC has coming down the line, but there, you know, aside from the index, there are a ton of other other headsets out there that are focused on PC-based gaming. Whereas right now, you know, we talk about a hypothetical tetherless index, but it's not here yet. And mm -hmm. and Facebook is totally dominating the space. So yeah. why why not go all in and then leave that Oculus Link um, available so that people can still have those experiences and not feel left out? Yeah. Um, no, I'm sure they're doing. It. I mean, for, you know, if what you, mean? Like if you where look the, at where just, they're pouring their research, yeah. resources. And, it, and if you look at just like in terms of Oculus sales, like obviously the the Quest Store has done. Like the Quest software has sold so much better than the Rift software ever did. Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah. well, like. I, I, sorry, real fast. Like this was a gripe. Cause I, when I got, when I did get home from work, I was like wanting to hop in and I was like, oh man, I'll get in on uh venues. And then I was like, I can't, the, there's no venues app. For <laughs> I was like, what, what, Why? How, what sense does that make? Yeah. I was like that, that really rubbed me the wrong way. It yeah. really, I was like, what the heck? No, the like, weirdest, the, like ironically, like I wonder how much truth there is to this, but I just know as a PC VR user myself, before the Quest existed, if I ever had the choice of buying from the Oculus Store or the or Steam, I would always buy Steam. Always, yep. And then and then when the Quest came out and I had a Quest, the shift started going. Well, hmm, like if it's going to support the if it's going to support PC and Quest. Unless I really need it for my like want it PCBR. natively supported on on the index, like I would more often than not start buying it on on the Oculus Store because then I could use both. Use yeah. it anywhere and, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and and essentially, I mean, anytime I'd really be using my like yeah, I like when I was on the PC, I'd usually be using a different headset and just surely you know like yeah, the Quest is kind of what made me get more into the Oculus platform, and I just wonder if you know, from their metric side of things that was made loud and clear and they realize they're losing people. Like as far as like steam sales are concerned, like the more games that the more they focus on PC, like the more maybe people go to other headsets and all that kind of thing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But because, because the, the quest is like their Apple like device where they mm -hmm. don't have yep. to worry about yep. any competition or any, like they can, they have complete control over everything and like, I don't know. So maybe, maybe just like, you know, everybody looked at, man, they're, they're playing nice with PC VR in terms of like letting everybody kind of like they let revive, Join, yeah. uh, they let revive survive and, and operate with it and all that kind of stuff. And maybe all of that was just well, them conceding that, all right, we, we can't control the PC space. So maybe the sooner we can make our own space that we can control, the better. But the, <laughs> but the thing is, they still had a financial incentive, right? Like, why not allow yeah. Revive? Because no, the, no, the, I agree. The I agree. They'll be at the Oculus Store, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're so right. so it's like, I mean, for them, it's like, yeah, we're we're building our own little ecosystem here. But if people want to, um, you know, kind of sneak their way in, those dollars that they're going to spend are still going to be in our store, right? Yeah. So no, it's true. It's uh, true. Okay. So I, I know we'll, we'll probably need to wrap up in a little bit. And I just wanted to, to shift and get you guys' perspective on, I, to me, one of the other big takeaways, um, because we're very gaming focused here on, on this show, but I, I think the implications of VR have always been uh, very far reaching uh, oh, yeah. for, for the long term. And I don't know how much you guys saw about the, um, you know, the, the stuff within Facebook Connect about really pushing this as a business tool and having, I'm, I'm trying to look for the, the term that they were using here. 
Um, but it's like an unlimited desk or something like that. And, yeah. and they had some really good, uh, you know, just videos kind of showing what that would look like. Mm. To me, it still seems a little clunky, but it's exactly what I envisioned the future would look like, right? Like it's not, it's not, it's not there yet necessarily, but the whole bringing the Logitech keyboard in, having all these, you know, multiple monitors and in, in whatever space and being able to, to copy paste things back and forth. Like that's, that's where we're getting to the, the Iron Man level of, of what. See, I, yeah. Yeah. Moving things. Yeah, exactly. Me personally, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, because I just watched the whole show mm -hmm. and I kind of saw their, you know, they, they, they focused on like last year at Oculus Connect 6. Uh, Michael Abrash kind of did his talk about the the future, you know, office, and that that was mostly, I think, I mean, he mostly talked about VR stuff. This year, it was kind of the two combination. His talk was mostly focused on AR, and before they got into the AR discussion, they had that that uh, the stuff that you're talking about, this where is, they yeah, they kind of infinite office is what yeah, infinite office, it. and and showing off kind of what you're able to do in VR. I mean, to me, I think it it's looking more and more like VR office productivity is going to be kind of the 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 first real step into getting that stuff working until it can be it can be a workable solution in AR. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I, I think that stuff. It, it's like the middle, like kind of like I was saying with smart glasses versus what they're dubbing as as their ar solution or ar glasses yeah. it's like smart glasses is kind of like google glass like just finding a way to get information in front of you without having to look down at a device but it's not really going to be as interactive and in the here and now vr is really the only w place where we can have full interactivity and all that stuff so yeah. they can play with all these kind of ideas as far as like creating screens in front of you and being able to be with a, a person in, in your same space. The AR discussion is where it sounded like that technology that would be figured out in, in VR would eventually be figured out so that it could just live with us in the real world. And that's like kind of the final end game. Cause like they were, they were talking like the AR stuff, like, like a lot of these same technologies that they're going to have to develop for the VR for VR interactions, like uh, directional audio and like being able, like all the same kind of things that they talk about with presence in VR, mm -hmm. like being able to have your coworkers feel like they're in a space with you, and and all the all the problems that come along with that. Um, it sounds like they're not only trying to figure those out in VR, but they're envisioning a world where. You're able to AR do all too, that yeah. stuff in like just in, in normal life. So yeah, like, they, they can't like, give you that coffee shop example too. Using yeah. The, the AR that, glasses. Exactly. Exactly. So like, it's kind of like everything's merging all together and it's like, if you want to be in your own world, you go to VR and if you, and, but when you're in the, in the normal world, you're kind of in VR too. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it, they're, like they're envisioning a future where this technology is just all around you. And whether you're, whether you're in a device or not, like they're in, they're trying to leverage their technologies so that it's helping you in all aspects of your life. Mm -hmm. Like that was that was kind of the message. And like, yeah, I mean, in in terms of using this stuff all the time, I think there's some big hurdles just in terms of like they need to like like with the the productivity stuff for VR in particular. I'm trying to think of like VR is more tiring than than not being in a VR headset, you know, like, yeah. mm -hmm. like I wouldn't be yeah. able to just like for eight hours a day, have a, like, 
be just like act, not, typing not up documents yet, and everything. Yeah. yeah. So like, if that's what their goal is, I think they there's a lot of problems they need to solve around yeah. like making the the technology like even more usable than it is now. Mm -hmm. Um, cause, cause I mean, to be honest with you in terms of functionality, the, what we can do in VR right now is pretty amazing. So if they were able to somehow, uh, take that technology, but make it more livable, like I would, I would, if I could just be, be using screens in VR and it be as, as natural and like easy on my eyes and everything as my screens in real life, like I wouldn't mind getting into a headset every day, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, I I agree. I mean, it's it, yeah, it's not it's not there yet, but yeah, I feel like it was cool to see that coming. I, I, John, what are, what are your thoughts? Or I I, I know you got to run, so just want to if you want to give any final thoughts or stuff that uh, maybe we can even do a round two of this, just because I feel like there was a lot to digest. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd I'd love to do it. Like this is this is honestly like full full transparency. This is kind of me before I've really watched any of the actual. Um, like keynote things um, and let's and do a part two. Stuff. Yeah, for sure. So, but I guess final thoughts just right off the bat for me would be like, I'm this, it's all exciting. Like that's, that's always been, I, I've, I've said repeatedly, you know, I'm kind of where I'm at is definitely more leaning specifically for me more towards like the social end of things. I'm very mm -hmm. interested in that and like what they end up doing with, with, um, gracious horizons and and all that sort of thing so i'm you know that's kind of and i'm and i'm interested to see how that will interact with us and you know irl uh down the line so it's all yeah it's it's all cool it's all it's it's neat that we kind of get this every year as like an update and like it's cool that I there like is some new hardware getting getting released but I think to what y'all are saying, the the cooler thing is that we're kind of getting at least once a year a little update as to like how this stuff is moving forward. Not from a gaming standpoint, that will always be there, and it sure. will keep getting better and better. And you know, and that's and that's great. But from like a real life standpoint, like I don't I don't see a future where it's the stacks and we're all in HMDs all the time in the Oasis. That's not, that's just, if you, if it, if it got to that level, like on a, on a tech end of things, the, it would be interacting with you in a real world scale too. That's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it, and that's just not really feasible. It makes for a cool story, makes for a cool movie, but this is like kind of what we're talking about is a lot more interesting in terms of how it's actually going to be affecting us. Yeah. So. I think for, for technology to live with you, it ends up being more subtle, but also infinitely mm -hmm. more usable, like useful. Yeah. yeah. Like mm -hmm. imagine this stuff living, like just like we, I mean, we, how we use Google maps, like to get around and like, I was like, yeah, your point on having the yearly updates is a, is a really important one because it's fascinating to see kind of where they take their research from year to year yeah. and seeing the progression of their, of their vision. Because yep. last year was they they kind of showed off their vision for these live maps of like what it was going to look like to like you got a hint that they had this idea that we'd start mapping out internal spaces of buildings and everything and it would be like interior of Google Maps like yep. man in the future we're going to have all interior spaces mapped out as well as outside spaces and 
that's going to, you're going to be able to get so much data on these future AR smart glasses Mm -hmm. by, by doing all that this year. I felt, I feel like there was a more concrete showing of, all right, what's the first step to get there? Like, so last year we knew that, all right, the quests are everywhere and they're taking in data and they can read, you know, rooms and all of that. Here's this far, far out future idea. This year they showed this project Aria thing where, uh, where that was like their first step to actually realizing that. So anyways, let's, let's talk more about this on, yeah. on part two of the, on part two. John, yeah, the, you, you, you got to run. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just, right. just want just yeah. to give you a farewell. Ronnie and I will wrap this one up. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds All good right. guys. All right. That's see all. you later, John. Good, good chat. All right. So yeah. So let's, uh, let's pretty much end there because, uh, we can talk about this stuff a lot more. Like, yeah, on, and I, I, would lo- I would love to get get John's and if, if Damon's available too, then we can get his perspective. But ju- just a final thought on on the kind of enterprise approach yeah. that they're taking now. You know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about this from oh, it doesn't necessarily need to be big business, but big business, but even small businesses, right? Like as VR scales up and becomes more mainstream and more usable with you know. Um, a, a larger percentage of the population being able to use it or being, you know, when you look at this versus like the Vive Pro and, and again, I'm not focused on, on graphics and how well they run games necessarily yeah. or, or very large intensive um, programs, Yeah. but how well they are able to, um, to, to function in an, in an office environment, which is, is super basic or can be super basic in a lot of senses, right? Maybe not, but you're now looking at a $300 investment per employee versus a thousand dollar investment per employee. Yeah. You know, so, and you I don't feel, have to have the computer like, and you don't have to have the computer. That was, yeah, that was, yeah. that was that, so, so m- more than that. Like I, I feel like this is a very smart approach for them to be taking. Um, yeah. And even if they build it out slowly, it's, it's not like, um, you know, it, it's not like they're going to have much competition in the space either for a while. Cause it's not like, it's not like they're going to make an untethered Vive Pro anytime yeah. soon. Right. No, so. and, I, and I'm not like a small business owner or anything, but what, one of my questions on that, that I've heard come up a lot was kind of answered as far as like, um, when you look at businesses using Facebook products, mm-hmm. that was always a thing that I would, that was always a concern I would hear from, from people online is, Oh, but businesses don't want to use a Facebook product because of privacy concerns. Like, except they but, do, but, but yeah, so yeah. So, so yeah. number one, maybe they do, but number two is like, they, they kind of went out of their way in this show mm-hmm. to say that you don't have to have a Facebook account or you don't have to have any account necessarily True. in order yeah. to use these in the business setting. So like, that's I, I, that's fair. Well, the thing is, you could probably create a business, an employee account, right? You'll have yeah. an employee email address. You could create like an employee account that's not tied to any of your personal information, whatever yeah. the case is. So I, like I can understand that it would technically be a Facebook account, but it would be a Facebook at your company name. Well, so, no, so they, they straight up said like, you oh, don't they even need up. an account. Okay. Yeah. Like, like they, they said they called it something else. So they said, if you wanted to make accounts, I forget what it was called, like workspace. Like they have a name for the software yeah, platform. Okay. That's their business side. And so it's not Facebook. It's like work something. Work, work, workplace or something like that. Workplace. Or, and uh, then, no, there was, it, there work was something. something. I, I, know, I know a company that, that utilized it and it was okay. powered by Facebook. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, yes. So they, so they were trying to say like, look, the, our business application, like our mm-hmm. business software side is different than Facebook. So whatever concerns you have, you know, personally about, the Facebook part, our business separate. And, and they even said like, you don't even have to have 
like there's there's ways of of using it where you don't even have to log into accounts. So they they just yeah. like wanted to make that loud and clear. So yeah, I, no, I, I mean I, I, I I'm still skeptical, but <laughs> <laughs> with a company that's had data issues in the past. Although at the end of the day, at the end of the day, why why do they have why why are there issues with data? Right, it's because at the end of the day, their users, like the random people who have Facebook accounts, are not their customers. Their yeah. users are the product, so yeah. of course, that, of course, yeah. th their business is in selling that data to other companies to, yeah. to use for advertising, or whatever purposes. If a company is paying Facebook to run its social uh, social space within the you know corporate space, which is which is what I know one of the companies um, that I was working with did. Uh, if if they do that, then that company is the customer, right? So yeah. I, I would I would expect a different approach, a different behavior in how yeah. you how you handle that relationship. So I can understand where they're coming from, but yeah, you know, no, I mean it makes <laughs> sense from there. But like uh, some of this discussion is also has me interested in to see what approach Apple takes because Apple yes. is like the inverse oh. of that, where it's all about privacy and it's mm -hmm. all like. Like they're selling products to their customers. So yep. it's a little bit different. So, but I, well, we're, we're, oh, sorry. Go, finish no, I was just going to say it, but like, yeah, Facebook's approach though, at the same time, like even if they're using their, their, like the, their, the, the people that use Facebook to get more data and all of that. I mean, as far as like finding ways of building live map data maps mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good way of like, bridging the gap to the future. No, I, I agree 100%. And, and we didn't even dive into the AR stuff. I, I think that'd be fun to, for us to do in a round yeah. two of this. And I just want to mention this now so that hopefully I'll remember to talk about it further and, and we can kind of discuss it. But, you know, I, the thought dawned on me as I was watching their their AR portion and how, uh, you know, what, what they're trying to do with that, with, with making these AR glasses kind of a part of your everyday life and experience. And we already know from internal documents or internal releases or leaks at Apple that this is, you know, they're trying to make this the next smartphone, right? Like they want this to replace the smartphone. And so the, the thought came to me that like, okay, Facebook is working on these glasses. And the thing is like, the best way I can put it is that like, you know, AR glasses are only AR glasses until they're not. And, and the way that that makes sense is I, I when I parallel it to, an iPod is just an iPod until it's not, until it has phone capabilities built in, right? So like we're thinking about these AR glasses about like how cool they are or, or where VR is, but it's just like, if at some point you're able to combine a whole other aspect, right? Like, like as it was, Apple changed the game completely with iPods because we went away from, from physical CDs to this digital format with MP3s. And then seven, eight years after that, they took that same iPod revolutionary device and 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 put an earphone and a speaker in there and we're like, oh, you can now talk on this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So so I like I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think like further further out like what would what would Facebook's you know what what does the trajectory for Facebook look like knowing that Apple is going down the same road and knowing what Apple's goals are, right? Like, yeah. That, like see to me that like the, the from as an outsider kind of looking at both of these companies and what their strengths and weaknesses are, I feel like Facebook has to be like if if they're looking at like getting into this space before Apple, like I remember I remember hearing about like basically like Facebook kind of dropped the ball when it came to like the the mobile the mobile era and like all of this mm -hmm. stuff and when when Zuckerberg saw oculus and saw vr for the first time 
he saw that as man this is the future platform the future, yep. i i'm not gonna miss out on this boat and i think what facebook does that is different than apple is the same kind the same network that people don't always love about like all this all the, the way that it connects people like facebook is all about connection mm-hmm. and it's like the the connect conference social aspect. Yeah. yeah. It has to be like, that's their competitive advantage in the, in this AR space is mm-hmm. bringing people together. That, like, yeah. so, so, so I guess, I guess that's my, my thought on that is, mm-hmm. well, is, we, we, yeah, we could dive further into it, but yeah. yeah, but, but I think that's what like, like bringing like their move to bring Oculus to like, or make like kind of merge Facebook with Oculus and all, all of those, like, it makes so much sense because really their competitive advantage once everybody's in the space, I think Mm -hmm. is going to be what they've developed, like their understanding of what they've developed during this period of, of, of using VR. And it's going to be in, in their social network. Mm -hmm. I I think it's like, how do we utilize that to have some kind of a competitive advantage? And and I I agree. Well, okay. And, and and just, okay. So just, I I think I found a better way to kind of frame it. Right. And, and again, this, these are just like thought experiments. So like, not necessarily like we can speculate on it, but that's all that we can really do. But I, what, I guess what I'm trying to get at is right now, when you look at at phones, for example, right. Yeah. Um, Because like everybody's got a phone. It's like the lifeline for most people. They live their lives on it and through it for better or for worse. But you have Apple, from a software perspective, you have Apple and Android. And then from a physical perspective, you have Apple, Samsung, LG, all these other, but like Apple is king in the sense because they own the hardware and the software. Mm -hmm. I guess what I'm trying to get at is that when the next wave of what cell phones or what personal devices will be, Mm-hmm. Apple's still going to be there because we know they're working on it. They have the cash to do it. So Apple's going to have their their XR glasses or or whatever glasses and, and and their software and their hardware. But I wonder if there'll be a new player in the space with a Oculus headset and a Horizon software. Do you know, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Like where they I have think, that, that that vertical yeah. integration. So here and, here's here's the thing. The vibe I keep getting from like one of the the things that struck me the most is like holy crap, I see the future now. La- last year's conference. Mm-hmm. And then again, they talked about it here. And they, and it's impo- like they mention it a lot, but I think it's really critical to their future. I get the idea that this live map thing could be really, really important to Facebook. Yeah. Like, so kind of like what you're saying with like, I, I'm trying to, to an- analogize um, where Apple is now in the hardware and software space compared to like, products like google like in a sense i almost think apple might continue being apple and facebook is trying to kind of take some of google's momentum away in the next generation of stuff like i like, well, i guess yeah, that's what i'm trying to get at because to me i feel like from a from the hardware perspective and from the software perspective facebook is a much bigger leader in the xr space yeah. than google is right now yeah. Like Google had the Google Glass and we didn't really hear much about it afterwards. No. Right? And we yeah. the thing is like we know that Apple is going to come out with their own experience. It's going to be refined. It might be simplified from what's out there in the market, but it'll be good for the basic user, right? Like our grandparents will be able to go and or our parents will be able to go and and, and, yeah. and take a look at it, right? Like and be able to use it out of the box. I guess what I'm trying to to get at is that like I think not necessarily that there'll be a competitor to Apple, 
Although that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think that they will have a very similar business model to Apple, where they will have that vertical integration across software and hardware. You think that we, Google, that you think Facebook will? Facebook or? will, yeah, because because they, they're investing in the hardware already. The hardware is three hundred dollars, yeah. right? Yeah, and, and and we know that the software they're building those platforms behind it. So to me, it's just interesting because you know Apple. Apple has this huge fan base of, of people who like their products and the ecosystem that it has. And the, the, the machines just run well because it's the hardware and the software, um, you know, it, it combined um, or very, very intuitive. So to me, I just feel like if Facebook enters that space and if this, if glasses are the next personal device for us, then they will be a huge competitor to Apple, but like you said, they will probably take a lot of that market share. I, if, I, if I was Google, I would be very worried right now because once Apple launches and people are like, well, I don't need a phone anymore. I just got these glasses. Yeah. Then I see, I, I think, I, yeah. yeah. You, you get I, what I'm saying? No, I, I totally get what you're saying. And that's what, like, maybe just all this technology is just so early now that it's like hard to kind of see its final form. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But but like but but I'm trying to think like it, it the the software level understanding of your world that has to go into developing AR is really intensive. Like it's like mm -hmm. I have no idea what Apple is capable of right now of any of that stuff. You know, like yeah. I, I have an idea of what Facebook is capable of because every year yeah. they have these they have these conferences and they kind of explain to us how they're and, and we can see it in their VR headsets. Mm -hmm. We see these cameras that are, can map out the world around mm -hmm. you, and like you get an idea of, of where it's heading. Where it's, I yep. have no idea what what Apple's, Apple's doing. Yeah. yeah, what what their capability is, and that's why I don't know like to what extent. Like if I'm Facebook and I'm able to collect data in a way that like Apple doesn't, is there a future where there's going to be multiple AR platforms that all feed off of like a Facebook platform? Like, like kind of like, yeah. like right now I, I use my, I have an iPhone, but my iPhone is, but I'm constantly, I'm constantly using Google services on it, like Google maps and all these kind of yeah, things yeah. to make it be able to do everything that it does, you know? Well, I, I, well, here's the thing. I don't, I don't, I feel like, and we've said this from the beginning, Oculus is taking a very closed wall off approach to this the same way that apple does with their products right yeah, like, so then what how does that exactly work out yeah i don't know like so, all, all i'm yeah. saying is that is that in the next i guess the basic thing that i'm trying to get at is that in the next generation of personal devices right now right now you have two giants with with apple and google right from a software perspective and then when it goes when it goes down from there google has shared their software side with a bunch of of um a bunch of uh manufacturers like uh Sure. LG, Samsung, yeah, they, whatever. They have like an open platform and Apple doesn't. Apple doesn't. To me, Facebook represents the same. So when we get to that next level of, of personal devices, we know now based on, on the Facebook Connect that Facebook is working on something similar, right? And we know that Apple through their leaked documents is working on a, a very parallel track to that. So to me, as it stands right now, those are the two giants of the next personal device revolution. And, and right. And it's really just going to be, where does your preference lie? Right. Because yeah, I agree. You, you know what I mean? And, and again, it'll be interesting to see how Google does with this. They are a gigantic corporation that can probably throw a ton of money at this, but uh, you know, they, they, they might have their, their hands full with everything that's going on with stadia right now and, and all that stuff. So I just wonder how forward thinking they are. And of course, 
there could be some other random company that comes along, right? But I, what I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, and this is not financial advice, but buy your Facebook stock now because to me, <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, this is this is this is like where Apple was pre iPhone, right? If, yeah. if, if, if they follow along these paths and if we believe that within the next five to 10 years, personal devices will look like this rather than like this, you know, we know that Facebook is very competent in this space already. Yeah. And we know that Apple has been working at it and will be competent in this space when they are ready. Yeah. We don't really know about anybody else. Yeah. So I agree with that's, you. That's all I'm saying. To me, and it's, it's, and it's, it's very, com- and it's very complicated. It's, oh yeah. It's so different. Like that, I guess, I guess it's a lot of AI and a lot of, I don't know. Well, it'll be, it'll, you know, will it, will it be app based, right? Will it be something where it's just like on, on my new either Facebook or, or, uh, Apple AR glasses, can I launch a Google maps on there? Right. Or is Facebook going to have its own maps that have the integrated in, you know what I mean? Like there it's, we don't, it is the next, it is the next form of, I agree though. Like, you know, as like, when you think of, of where technology goes, it's just becoming easier and easier to use and be a part of your life. Right. Mm -hmm. Like the way, the way we interact with phones is so much more fluid and like, you know, like, like what we're able to do with phones, like it, it's so empowering because we can use it in so many other circumstances that we weren't able to use like normal computers. Yep. And similarly, that's Apple and Facebook and whoever else's goal with the next wave of these wearable devices and the mm-hmm. way ARs hope they're hoping it's going to eventually be, it's it's taking this concept of being of technology improving what we do in in the real world to like an nth degree. It's just but, making yeah, it agreed. like it's if if they're successful, the way you're going to be able to use like AR glasses is is going to make using a phone look really stupid. Like oh, why would why 100%. would you pull out this little flat screen flat and like screen, yeah. mess with it with your with your thumb when literally well, like I have a device that just is like at all times assisting me with everything I'm doing in real time. And like, that's crazy. (laughs) Here's the thing. I actually, for me, I envision a future where your phone is, is completely digital, right? Like your phone is a, a program within yeah the, it's, it's not really within, a phone glasses, you know right? it's just like, it's just the software it's like it's like this uh it's not it, at that point it's not a phone it's just well sorry sorry so, so yeah what, okay well so what i'm trying to get at is that like when i'm holding this right and i'm looking yeah. at it from from this standpoint the phone isn't even in my hands yeah the glasses that i'm it's looking just, through are projecting the phone in my yeah. hands and then i'm able to interact yeah. with the device you, you know what yeah. i'm saying right yeah, like, yeah. So like whatever the mode of interaction is that best fits like productive like is what you'll use like and then i'll be able to do the you know the old school flip phones i'll just close my hand like that the phone disappears from my glasses and i go about my life (laughs) i thought that was really interesting like um the little like they they showed that they were experimenting with ways of put of of inputs with ar Mm -hmm. and did you see like the little wristband thing that that they wore and it Uh, like measures the signals that i think so yeah yeah. that are being so instead of hand tracking it's like measuring your brain waves that are going to your hand Mm-hmm. So oh, maybe like, I didn't see that then. Yeah. So so literally, it's like, uh, like, like, it can it can track what you're doing with your hand, but it does it through sensing what your brain is trying to do. Yeah. Rather than actually detect your hand. Detecting your hands. And so like there was some really crazy stuff that they were showing with that. Like I mean, obviously this is just all like early tech demo type stuff, but like you know like just little tiny like movements could like could actually change 
all of the things in AR like very fluidly. Like, like you know how frustrating it is to try to do things just with your hand, like in a quest. Yep. Well, this kind of took that away because it doesn't have to like be. It's just like very minute things. It's like intuitive, right? Of like, yeah. It, it and then and then and then something that I thought that was also interesting out of that was they showed. Um, like th this was kind of a crazy concept to me, but they were saying how like in certain apps you could have six fingers instead of five. <laughs> and apparently, and apparently like they're, they're experimenting with how flexible the brain is of being able to like, like in Use VR, in VR. Yeah. In VR, seeing that you have six fingers and the brain getting used to controlling a six finger with like normal movement type, like, like signals. Yeah, and the, and and the example they showed of where they think that that could be successful is they showed someone that it was born with only like a couple of fingers. Mm -hmm. So like so so this person only had like one or two functional fingers and 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 nubs like for the other fingers that they were born that way. And they said within five minutes of being in the software, they were able to control a hand in vr well did it do they have is their other hand okay because then yeah, they have a, they, they they have a frame of reference for that if they have a that left, might be you know that might I mean? be yeah that might be true but, but again i mean I, it, I, it was just interesting that oh, they're like looking at that regardless. stuff yeah and, yeah and to me to me i do believe that that the human brain is capable of adapting very quickly right like yeah. it's just a matter of repetition and, and understanding but um yeah, no, that's dude. There's there's so much stuff. Let's <laughs> let's go ahead and wrap up here, and we can yeah. definitely do a round two. Um, okay. Because I, I I think I think it'd be fun to do a round two on actually the non Oculus based stuff. Because yeah. again, you know, obviously we're a VR. We've been a VR focused show, but we definitely love talking about, um, you know, just all types of mixed reality XR, right? So like, I I think a lot of this stuff will interweave throughout the our, the future, and um, I think it's it's fun for us to focus on. So. We'll go ahead and wrap this up here. And um, yeah, I think I think that's it. All right, guys. So this will be coming out on Monday. So have a great rest of your week. And we'll be back with you for another episode very soon. All right. Take care.